My name is Jordan D. White, and this is Sailor Chibi Business, where we talk about things related to the Sailor Moon 1992 anime that are not the Sailor Moon 1992 anime, necessarily. And uh, much like last week, we have another special episode. Unfortunately, Chris Sims cannot be here uh, due to a family emergency, but we're doing some special Chibi episodes uh, to fill in the time, and then he will be back so we can get back into Sailor Moon proper. This week... I have a Sailor Business all-star, friend of the show, and partner of the show, Allison Stock. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for having me back again. Of course. Please don't favor me. Stop favoring me. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, a, you're, a, you're, you're part of the, 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 the business family. It sounds really lame to call it the business family, doesn't it? Do you remember that scene in Pirates of the Caribbean? I think it was two when it's the cursed boat and they're like, you're part of the boat now. <laughs> I don't know why that just popped into my head, but uh feels kind of like that. <laughs> but I like boat stuff. So this is all fine. So first, before we get to our topic today, uh, do you have any Sailor Moon developments in your life that you want to talk about? Oh, um... <laughs> I if thought, the answer's I no, that's I would. fine. I thought I would. I've still been. I've been listening to you guys, but I haven't really been. I still haven't watched Crystal. Um, they still, <laughs> yeah, they still look like blow up dolls to me. Um, <laughs> they've I announced still, uh, yeah. since I think since we've discussed it, they've announced that the next season of Crystal is going to be in like movie format. I think they're not going to do episodes. They're going to do. Oh, I guess they're running out of money. Format. I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I like that Sailor Moon is still relevant. Um, I, I just, I've been pretty busy, so not quite. Yeah, no, no problem. I wish I could I feel say like, that. No, don't worry about it. I feel like it's, I don't want to say more popular than ever, but it's very popular. Like, it's definitely the most popular it's been in a very, very long time. Well, it's still very topical in that, like, people still associate with the Scouts like they do with their Hogwarts houses, and everybody kind of finds a lot of energy and strength from the scouts and i i'm always seeing art on tumblr of like modern day denim vested scout punks i saw this one art a while ago where like it was after a fight and they were all like beaten up and bloody and tired and sailor moon's ordering ice cream for everyone and it's just she's like missing a tooth and like bleeding down her chin <laughs> it's so charming um actually before yeah before again before we get to it uh we, last week we talked about the top 10 uh, episodes of Sailor Moon in the first 100. Okay. Do you have a favorite episode from the first 100 episodes? My favorite episode. Hmm. I, I do really enjoy the tennis episode. I remember watching that one a lot. It's a good one. <laughs> I also really Netflix like jumps over a fence. I just remember it was like game set and match. <laughs> um, and I used to, my sister used to play tennis at the time and I just thought uh-huh. that was so cool. Um, I used to pretend that I could play with her racket and be like, I'm Sailor Moon. Ha-ha. Um, <laughs> Molly's quote unquote sister who we've never seen before or seen again. Never again. She, she served her purpose. Ser- <laughs> serve because it's tennis. It was tennis. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I really, I really love the Mars episodes when we introduce we're introduced to her because I love Sailor Mars. Um, gosh, uh, I'd have to do a deeper dive, but like there, th- there are many. I I did just wake up recently, <laughs> and there are out they are out there. Should I pull up? No worries. Quick, no, should no, I pull that's, up a quick list. And... That's good. That's good. That's good. Oh man, uh, tennis ball is 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 good enough. And one other piece 
<laughs> yes, tennis ball is good enough. One other piece of uh, sailor business business before we talk about the topic uh, at hand. Uh, a couple of episodes ago, uh, sailor business fan Empathic Twitch uh, made a, a Jordan soundboard for Chris. Holy shit. Um, now, it was a bit of a rush job. And I just kind of uploaded the ones that I thought might be relevant to this episode. But uh, I have a bit of news, which is... I have a Jordan soundboard. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> you have a Chris soundboard, too? Yes. Oh, my uh, God. Now I have a couple of... I have just a couple of choice uh, Chris uh, quotes here that I uploaded. Oh, gosh. Perfect. Zencaster. What are... okay. Well, I'm, uh, th- we'll see if they come up. Fingers crossed oh. they'll, they'll be relevant and I'll jump, drop them in. Is there one that you think won't be relevant and you want to just play it now to, like, get us excited? I mean, mostly the, the I one I... Jordan that soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> is there one of him sighing at me exhaustedly whenever I talk about the Lyman Chronicles? <laughs> I wish there was. And I wish I wish there was one that said uh no Allison, but I had a I had a no Jordan. I guess I didn't upload the no Jordan one. He says no Allie to me usually. Oh, no Allie, sorry. Allie. No, I can't even do the voice. That doesn't even sound like him. Cut that out. <laughs> that sounded like uh the dad from Garfield. <laughs> There's a dad in Garfield? The human. John. John Arbuckle. He doesn't have a kid. He's the dad of the pets. <laughs> you think of him as Garfield's dad? <laughs> yes. He's in charge. He's the dad. <laughs> He's Garfield's owner. I never thought of him as a dad. Okay. Like, well, like also... a, well, like in Curious George, the curious little monkey, the man in the yellow hat is the dad. Or like Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> Alvin's the dad. No, Alvin is not the dad. Dave, no, you mean? Dave. <laughs> it's, it throws me off because it's called Alvin and the Chipmunks. Right. Yes, the Alvin is a Alvin chipmunk. Alvin and well. the other two chipmunks, among which he <laughs> is part of. <laughs> Dave is the dad. Okay, if He's you say so. From a certain point of view, yes. <laughs> From a, this is the Star Wars editor talking. From a, a certain, certain point, point of view. view. <laughs> um. All right. All right. You ready for this? I have not told Allison the topic I'm, I'm of in, this chibi business. I'm in such suspense. If you don't tell me soon, I'm going to I'm going to leave. Um, I'll do it now. How about that? Yes. Allison. Yes. Our mission on this episode is between us both to come up with the perfect hmm. Sailor Moon Xena crossover. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Oh boy. Oh, I'm so happy. Chris is not here oh. to stop us from doing a crossover. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. I am. We're both going to be banned for this shit. Oh, my God. I'm so happy. This well, let me amazing. see. Chris, Chris, what do you think of this idea? Yeah, you actually got that one pretty dead on, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> see, he likes it. He likes it. Chris, what do you think about? Um, uh, no, I'm not going to go there. The problem is he's going to call you Jordan. <laughs> oh, does, he, does he say Jordan in all of them? No, on on that one, on that one. On that one. Um, okay. So, okay. 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 So we, we can do this. This yes. is going to be good. I'm, I'm already like, my head is spinning. <laughs> <laughs> so number one question, yeah. I think the, the, yeah. the starting question is, is this a story where Sailor Moon goes back in time or where Xena goes forward in time? That's exactly what Zena I was. Or where Xena is still alive? That's exactly because... what I was thinking. Like who goes to whose world? Right, right. Because Sailor Moon and her scouts, they travel through space. They travel through to the future. They don't really go into the past, as, as far as I can remember. Like they don't go. Yeah. 
It's I don't a, think so. I mean, the people from Crystal Tokyo in the future travel into the past, but right. like in the, the form of their past selves. So would there be like past self versions of like Renaissance Fair extras? Well, there's not, I mean, everyone. if you can go forward in the future and then come back from it, you could presumably go back. So I, I don't think I don't think that needs to be a, a complete stumbling block where we say they can't go back. I think the scouts could go back in time. The question is, well, because because I guess there's the third option again. The third option, other than time travel, is to do the stupid, uh, the production crew who works on the shows thing that they do in Hercules. No, we're not. No, we're not doing that. But we could. Okay. There is the okay. other another option is that we could use their ancestors in Xena's who are alive in Xena's time. No, their ancestors in the past. If we're in, if we're operating under the mode, oh, of, Sailor Moon's ancestors. Yeah, if we're going in the past, if we're in Xena's world, we could have like Usagi from ancient Greece. So like uh, Usagius, clumsy. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think we I think we just got to commit to some time travel in one direction or other, or 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 both, where they go half and half. Or what if it's in the future? Well, Xena's future. What if it's in present day Tokyo and um, this psychologist or whatever her name is, Xena's uh, reincarnated subsequent um, heir a thousand times removed, something happens with a crystal and she's awakened to her past self and she's in the present and she's like, I'm Xena from Greece. And and she's like in Tokyo. She's like, what's this? A cell phone? Ha. Oh, okay. okay. So you're saying... You're saying, yes, yeah, so it's Xena, it's Lucy Lawless mm-hmm. playing Xena's descendant. Who get who channels, who is who channeled is by, by Xena. Who, no, but that's too much like that Uber fic that I read and didn't like. Um, <laughs> okay, no. So let's let's have some actual displaced time travel. Do we okay. who do we like out of their element more? The Sailor Scouts or Xena? <sighs> I mean, I think we would rather I think I feel like it would probably be funnier to have Xena and Gabrielle in the present than really? it would. To have. Do you not? Do you not agree? Well, we've had that episode already when they're like cloned and they're kind of like, oh, technology. Um, I thought it would. I think it's funnier to have the scouts displaced because Xena at least is very adaptable to change. She's been all over the map. She's been in China. She's been in Mongolia. She's adopted. I don't know why China and Mongolia are the only two countries I can think of, but she's adopted this sort of grace into whatever into whatever context she's in she's very adaptable whereas usagi not so much <laughs> wait when does xena take place <laughs> well <laughs> over the course of like thousands of years maybe because oh right of, she meets caesar caesar and... jesus santa claus um, <laughs> david and goliath <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, Abraham Isaac, like everyone kind of lives in this one little bubble of time and space. Yeah, I was trying to think like, well, then you know what? If they're already fudging it all the time, yeah. do we say that the moon kingdom takes place during the same time as Xena? I don't, but the moon kingdom's in the future. No, 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 no. The silver millennium. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. I think that could work. And so, like, we have the scouts in present-day Tokyo zapped back to the Silver Millennium. And they're so like, they can, and let's say they take over their own bodies back then. So women that look like them 
no, no. Uh, as in their their moon their silver millennium selves. Uh, it's instead of it's instead of Princess Serenity taking over Usagi's body, like it sometimes happens. Yeah. Let's have Usagi's body or Usagi's mind take over Princess Serenity's body, Whoa. and the same for all the scouts. So it's them, their minds in their bodies from the Silver Millennium, and then they can have an adventure with with Xena. So their bodies are all like graceful and adult, but she's like, I'm clumsy. So like, not only <laughs> they look it... exactly the same. Nobody I... draws them any different. I know, I know. But they have nice dresses on now that they can trip over <laughs> instead of short no, skirts. No, they still wear the short skirts, except for Sailor Moon, maybe. Well, Sailor Moon will still have her. I was just looking up Silver Millennium stuff, and there's this one picture of them all, and it looks like they're wearing like ancient Greek robes. Let me send this to you, because this yeah. is like already what we're what we're talking about. This is exactly it. This is perfect. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Who's that? What's that? So that's a DeviantArt? We should say who that's by. Yeah, Let's this see. is by um, Technoranma on DeviantArt. <laughs> Technoranma. Like Ranma. Yeah, this is great. Half. Yeah, if you Google Silver Millennium, it's, uh, it's, it's, in the, it's in the searches. I see it there. Oh, awesome. Okay, so, so not only are they out of their own bodies, but they're out of their own time. Right. So they're, well, but again, it is their bodies from their previous life. So right. But like, if you, if I. It's not that different. True. But I think. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they always show them looking exactly the same. So I, I'm assuming that it won't be too crazy. I feel but like, I could be wrong. I feel like they'd notice a little. Like, oh, something's different about me. What could it be? Because because one thing I'm I'm not bringing up, and I don't think we need to answer, is is this is this live action animated or Roger Rabbit style and I don't really want to think about that right now. Oh my god. <laughs> well, we've seen we've seen some kind of iteration of animated Xena like on the Simpsons and then we've sure. seen um Xena drawn in comic form. And we've seen the scouts as humans on uh, Pretty Soldier. Right. Or Pretty Guardians or whatever. That's the state the live action the stage play or the well there's the stage plays and there was a live action tv show too so personally i like the scouts better as cartoons but i feel it would it be racist of me to say that i feel like only um mars and mercury read as asian to me i don't think it's racist no uh because well it doesn't seem racist to me because in real life there aren't a lot of natural of course there aren't a lot of natural blue-haired people uh, either right uh but yeah, all you have to go by is the hair color. <laughs> right. When they do, for example, for the for the TV show of Sailor Moon, uh, the Japanese TV show, obviously they're all Japanese. Right. But uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure they all have, uh, you know, dark brown black hair uh, until they transform. Oh. Okay. When they transform into Sailor Scouts, then they have blonde hair or blue hair. That's interesting because, like, as much as I like this. I like the Scouts as cartoons only in that I don't like the Scouts live action as they've been portrayed. So if we have, yeah, here's a here's a picture I can show you. Yeah, uh, of this is the this is the five inner century uh, civilian identities. Oh, they're cute. I love them. Whereas I always associated them as they looked in the cartoon with how they looked in real life. I like that they're consistent. I like that they look like Japanese girls because they are Japanese girls. But then when they transform, it's just like, well, we're in wigs now for the reason that we're trying to be consistent with the cartoon that exists for some reason. Let's let's not worry about 
exactly how we're going to film it because we're not filming it so we don't have to we can you can imagine real xena standing next to cartoon sailor moon it's totally fine you're not filming it i don't want any space jam <laughs> bullshit and my sailor moon scene across you don't have to think about it you don't have to think about it it could just be all imaginary i've watched a lot of space jam jordan when I, was <laughs> <laughs> I can't not but let's let's uh, not i'll let, i'll yeah, suspend my it. disbelief for the time being. so obviously the five Inner Senshi are going to go back. I'm going to say probably we want Luna and Artemis. Oh yes. Would they be? Would they be as their cat selves or as their people selves? They were cat selves on the moon. Yeah, for sure. That confuses me because I know they were people at some point. I am not so or sure about they? that. Or is that just fan art? I've well, there is a time where Luna is a person, but it's a very specific story. I I think. I don't know this for sure because I think they, people tell me it's explored in the in the manga. Okay, but the impression I'm getting from people is that they are cat aliens. Okay, <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> they're like talking cats from a talking cat planet. Okay, I don't know if that's accurate. Yakety yak cat from outer space. Yes, exactly. Perfect. Perfect. All right, Nailed so it. they're from space. So we'll bring them from uh, space. Chibi, we bringing Chibi back or are we leaving her? Mm. Let's leave her. Let's leave her, because if she was there, Gabrielle would be too focused on taking care of her and protecting her from, like, Usagi's wrath. And just, um, <laughs> just like, oh, Zina, be patient with her. Usagi, be patient with her. Now, I'll tell you, I'm torn on Mamo for two reasons. Uh, on one hand, I like him. Okay. But on the other hand, it's also kind of interesting if the Mamo that's there is the real Silver Millennium memorial. Oh, so oh, he doesn't know she's from the future, and they're, maybe they're trying to hide it from her. Oh, that's uh, complicated, because then he'll be like, why are you acting so weird? And she's like, I'm fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> exactly. He's used to, like, the graceful princess, and she's, like, tripping over things and knocking stuff over. It'll be great. Gotcha. So the princess and her four soldiers have been taken over mentally by their future juvenile teenage selves. Yes. For some reason. Yes. Good question. Do that, we, that is a, we do have to think of why. Now, I would probably turn to you and say, is there a way to connect to the Silver Millennium from the Xena world through the, the gods, through yeah. all of the mythology? I was just thinking that I feel like they would have like great parties at the Silver Millennium and like uh, like Aphrodite would be there and um, Ares would show up and they'd be like, Ares, you're not invited. And he's like, me? Not invited to a party? <laughs> and he'd like break some shit or put a curse on someone or, oh, oh, perfect. Maybe he's the one. Okay, this is Ares's fault. Um, okay. So there's this party. Everyone's having a great time. Silver Millennia. Um, the gods are there. I can only think of Ares, Aphrodite, Cupid. He's beautiful. Um, those arms, my God. And then Ares shows up and they're like, you're not nice. We don't like war. And so we don't like you. You can't sit with us. Get out of our party. And he's like, get out of our party. Uh, suck my dick. And then he like <laughs> makes some magic. Maybe he and the Furies do some shit. He pulls up the Furies and they bring in the teenage minds into the adult bodies. Well, they're still teenage bodies, basically. But he, the future, the future minds into the past bodies. So it's like, whoa, we're out of context. Ah. Interesting. So uh, you mentioned it's funny though because you you brought up uh, Ares and Aphrodite, mm. who are the gods who 
are also Mars and Venus. Oh, cool. Right. Yes. Which is also totally. pretty fun. That's Do they totally have, true. Are the other uh, rep- uh, crossover gods part of it? Um, who? Zeus, I guess. Does Zeus ever show up? Uh, I want to say yes, but I'm sure. I Let me see. Um, Xena Zeus? I think he does. Yeah, he, yeah, that, oh yeah, Zeus is definitely there. He's in the Twilight of the Gods stuff. He comes about in like season five. Who's Mercury? What's the corresponding for Mercury? I forget. I'm looking up right now. That is Hermes. Okay. Hermes, Xena, question mark. I keep showing those Hermes purses. (laughs) All right. Yeah, we see, we, I see a picture of Hermes. He's just some like, Jim Gaffigan looking dude in a short poga. <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> and then who's the goddess of the moon? The Greek god of the moon. Diana? No, that's the Huns. Wait, it's not Artemis, is it? Oh, god damn it. I think it might be. Uh, let's see. That's hilarious. Oh, no, if it... you have Artemis versus Ar- or Artemis and Artemis. Yes, it is. It's Artemis, Selene, and Hecate. The three goddesses of the moon. I mean, I think it's pretty awesome Although, to have Artemis show up and, and and them to be like, oh, we named our cat Artemis. <laughs> They're like, uh, we named the moon. <laughs> like, the moon's pretty important. Wait, that, that's a boy cat. <laughs> Artemis is clearly a girl name. And they're like, oh, sorry. <laughs> Things are different in Japan. Don't judge us. Don't be racist. Um, and then Artemis is like, what's a race? I could run faster than you. So now how do we get... Oh, that's funny. How how do we get Xena and Gabrielle into this? Yes, that's a good. Um, <laughs> like, are they invited? Uh, are they? Uh, I don't think they'd I mean, be. Oh, maybe they could be invited to the party as an on a way to be honored by the gods. Maybe they did something heroic, and the gods throw this big party for. Or is Xena. there something to? Memoru is the prince of the earth, or something. Let's see. Oh, 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 okay. So Ares zaps the wrong minds of the bodies and they're all like, holy shit, what are we doing here? And Mamoru, as the god of the earth, sends them down to the earth to protect them. Prince of the earth. The prince of the earth. Fuck. Well, he sends them down to the earth to protect them, to keep them safe. Like, let me get you guys out of the way. Let me put you somewhere where the gods can't get at you while you figure shit out and while we figure out how to send you back to your proper time. Okay, right? wait, hold on, hold on. I'm Googling something. Okay. I Googled Prince Endymion, which is what he was called back then. Yes. And speaking of stealing things from the Greeks. Yes. Uh, here his, bi- his, his, his biography. Okay. Endymion resided in the Golden Kingdom in Elysian. Oh, my God. With his four guardians. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my goodness. Wait, what? So, at any rate, uh, I don't know if that connects to the uh, Elysium. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is Elysium, close. The Elysium Fields close. death is the afterlife, but it's the night right. afterlife. So that's weird that they would be like, let's name his kingdom on earth after the afterlife. Well, the Elysium Field... I guess they were the four kings of heaven, though, right? So they got- I mean, the afterlife, we talked about this a few episodes ago. Um, the different parts of the afterlife were places that you could physically get to on earth. They were hard to get to, but you could, like, if you swam deep enough or you walked far enough or you climbed high enough, you could get there. They were on the same planes of existence as reality. Right, 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 right. Okay. Interesting. So I feel like okay, go Prince ahead. Endymion would send Usagi, would send Neo, was it Neo Queen, no, Queen Serenity, 
um, would send her and her scouts down to Earth to protect them. Because if they were in the castle, they could, like, get all this drama. They could start some shit. So let me hide you guys in plain sights. Zap. Down to the Earth you go. And that's where, that's how they'll run into Xena. I feel like he'll... Because, you know, like, best laid plans. Let me get you out of the way. Why can't you just keep them in a room out of the way? No reason. Just send them to Earth. So they are on Earth now. I don't think... Well, the only reason I don't think it should be him is I don't think he can just zap people. Like, maybe her mother can do that. Okay, so he's like, hey... Usagi's mother, send them down to Earth. Zap them down to Earth. Basically, it's his idea to put them on Earth to keep them safe. Okay? Okay. Maybe he entrusts, maybe he figures if he puts them close to Xena, Xena will stumble upon them. Because the thing with the Greek gods is that they have all these plans, and things would always be a lot easier if they just explained what they wanted to do, but they never did that. They would just be like, here you go, interact with the world. I'm not going to tell you why. And everything always goes wrong. Well, then, then in that case, are any of the gods like good guys who would try to protect? Who would be responsible for sending them to Earth? They're all kind of like, like would, out of touch, sort of. But I mean, like, I mean, like Ares is a bad guy. Like, like would Artemis be like, oh, I'll protect you from Ares's wrath. I'll send you to Earth. Artemis doesn't appear. I don't think. Or some, or some other moon goddess, or or something like that. Hold on. Let me see who what the gods are that well Callisto after she dies becomes an angel and well then she gets reincarnated she gets reborn as his daughter <laughs> shit okay well actually okay hold on so so let, let's pause there for a second okay uh so we've we've listed a lot of characters from Sailor Moon we want to have in this who do you want to have in this from Xena aside from Xena and Gabrielle okay <laughs> okay <laughs> I feel like Salmonius would probably be a good bet. Because he'd want to be like, oh, beautiful women, let me put a traveling show together based on you all. And they'll all be like, no, get away from me, you creepy, weird, money dude. And he'll be like, I love it. I love this. I love being yelled at by beautiful women. Step on me. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus. And then I think Joxer would be there as well. Um, prob- okay. Probably Effany would show up, who I don't like, but she's kind of hanging around um, before she gets killed, I think. Um, I think the Amazons might come into play. Gabrielle at this point would still be the queen of the Amazons and have some sway over an entire army of women. Oh, wait. So there's this particular time you're, you're saying that you think this should take place. I think so. I mean, eventually it can't, it's gotta be between seasons one and six because season six, Xena dies. And then season one, Xena and Gabrielle aren't really on the same page yet. I like them when they're on the same page rather than when they're like struggling with each other. Although they do always have different ways of dealing with things. And when that comes up, they have to like stop and regroup and make a plan and try and figure out the right way to do things. Because Gabrielle's always like, we should do this good choice. And Xena's like, but if we do the good choice, that puts us in trouble. And Gabrielle's like, it's worth being in trouble to do the good choice. And Xena's like, I knew I loved you for a reason. Oh, man. So, so good. Gabrielle is the moral (laughs) compass of the entire show. So obviously, um, well, so, okay. So, so far you said, you said... Oh God! You, I've uh, I don't know these names as well as you do, so I've already forgotten them all. That's fine. Zena Gabrielle. I heard Joxer. Yep. Uh, who's the, Salmo- the play guy? Salmonius. Salmonius. And F. Ephany. Ephany. Who's sucks. who's Ephany? She's an Amazon warrior who kind of travels around with them. She's all. You know what? Let's. This is a, this is our own thing. Let's not have Ephany. Okay. Can we can we just can we agree to that? Yes. You, Perfect. You've twisted my arm. Great. Uh, is Bruce Campbell in it? Oh my God! Yes. 
Yes, Autolycus. Get him in here. We love him. Okay. He okay. and Sailor Jupiter would become best fucking friends. What? Why him and Sailor Jupiter? Because they're so fun. Oh my god. <laughs> they're just both fun? Okay. No, I mean, it goes deeper than that. He... Because Sailor Mars would be really exhausted by him. Sailor Mercury wouldn't have time for him. She wouldn't trust or enjoy him. Uh, Venus would have a huge crush on him, and he would find her repellent. <laughs> would he really? Oh, yeah, man. He would be so repelled by her. I, I love thinking about it. I think Usagi would be like, Endymion, oh, no. Um, no, Usagi would be too busy, like, ogling over Xena's biceps, I think. Sure. And that leaves sure. Jupiter as, like, the fun-loving, tall, strong, badass. Now, he's a thief, right? Yes. Maybe he so would maybe try to steal just... from her. She'd flip him over her shoulder, sit on his chest, and he'd be like, oh, wow, this is fun. <laughs> and she'd be like, who the fuck are you? What's your deal? Why is this fun I for mean, you? Obviously, Jupiter and Xena are going to fight at some point. Oh, my God. <laughs> right? Would they? And are, don't, they have to, because they're both so badass. I think... Like, it has to be the misunderstanding fight, right? I think they would all fight against Xena. It wouldn't just be Jupiter. It would be like, Sailor Moon, get back. We've got you covered. Let's take out this warrior woman. And Xena's, like, really powerful, and so they all have to gang up together. And Mercury and, and, uh, and Gabrielle would square off? Um, or is that insulting to Gabrielle? I mean, Gabrielle fights with a quarterstaff. And then she fights with size later, like the two knives, like wow. the Ninja Turtle knives. And then eventually she... Electra. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the Ninja Turtle. Like Electra. Sure. <laughs> um, because Gabrielle and her weapons wouldn't really do much against bubbles. Um, <laughs> although she could spin the stick really fast and the bubbles would like spray around her. And if there was ice being sent at her, she would like smash up the ice with her size so that could be neat. So just FYI, to get information, I, or to get like inspiration about this, I just literally typed Xena into Google. And the fourth, fifth, and sixth image, when I type just the word Xena in, is her in ridiculous tiny Chinese bikini? Yeah. Or tiny samurai bikini, maybe? Yeah. Like, why is that, like, one of the first thing that comes up? It's an iconic picture. She would sign a lot of copies of it. Um, I don't... I, I have never seen that before. I think it's just, like, some season six stuff. Um, <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. I just was totally shocked by that. Her anyway. armor isn't always the most practical. It's not usually this revealing. Um, no, I know, but, like, she has a very iconic famous armor that she wears for many many years yeah so i would think all of it you'd get a billion pictures of that but like very quickly it goes to this weird other armor i'm like what but anyway okay I, sorry, I, sorry, sorry sorry can i send you one of my favorite pictures of xena of course may i please that's you may okay <laughs> let's see that's good isn't she great she looks badass and i love that like the the it's not the most flattering of outfits like the 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 wrist straps and like the stuff that's high up on her arms is kind of like squeezing her arm in a weird way but like she's just so beautiful it doesn't fucking matter it's great okay so i I, right. I really want to see xena throw her chakram and knock sailor moon's tiara attack out of the way 
What? Wouldn't that be amazing? You you think you think Xena wins the battle of the disc throws? Yes. Wow. Yes. I I think I think because they're fighting Xena as if she's this like demigod, which she kind I think she is. If you believe that Ares is her father, then yes, she's a demigod, but it's so it's even more ambiguous than the ending of Black Sails. I'll just say that. <laughs> um which is very frustrating. So I personally believe that that she's a demigod, which does explain a lot of her skills and abilities. But she could and just be... Wait, so are you saying that that's a thing that's unanswered in the show? Correct. It is very strongly hinted at in one episode in season three, where the Furies come in and they make Xena like, try to kill her mom. And it's this... Um, and her mom was like, your dad came home from the war for a night and slept with me and then went back to the war... And Ares is there, and he's like, I did that to a lot of women. And did he do that to Xena's mom is never answered. But it would explain her superhuman ability just in general. Yeah, absolutely. But also, one of my guests on the podcast recently was discussing that maybe she just trained really hard and made herself very strong without any gifts. I could see both being awesome, so it's a toughie. Anyway... I, I think that when Usagi sends her moon tiara magic throw, is that is that the name of the attack? I always, I, yeah, because I, I don't want her to transform. When she throws her tiara, I'm pretty sure that Xena's going to be able to slap it out of the air with her chakram. And that'll be a really All cool right. shot. Hell yeah, it will. Uh, people will be shocked that we, and again, I'm a little shocked that we come down on the side of Xena winning the discus battle, but I'll go along with it. I'll go along with it. Xena has killed gods. Sailor Moon kills a lot of people. And by people, I mean monsters. Yeah, she kills monsters. Xena is no monster. Xena, well, I mean, it's complicated. <laughs> she's kind of a monster? She's kind of. like She's got a lot of like forces of evil working inside of her that she fights against. But she doesn't always win. And she needs that's why she needs Gabrielle to pull her back. All right. So you sound perplexed. Well, I you know more about it than I do. I I, I don't know Xena that well, as we know. Right. So and I've never heard of uh, Sailor Moon. What <laughs> <laughs> does she sail? I'm boats? Into it, does she sail boats in moonlight? What does she do? Yeah, 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 yeah. So okay, there's a mix up with the gods at a party. In the Silver Millennium. I think, okay, here's what I'm going to say. I'm saying, let's not put Memoru in this scene. Okay. Because I want them to encounter him down on Earth. Okay. So so let's say, so there's a mix-up with the gods. They Ares fucks with them. And whether it be the mother, whether it be a, a, a Queen Serenity or somebody sends them to Earth. Okay. Uh, the they cat, run the into cats th would do it. The cats would send them to Earth. Of course the cats would do something this stupid. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, they run into Xena. Mm -hmm. They start having a fight. Yes. Because they, again, just a misunderstanding fight. You know how they are. Yeah. I mean, Xena at this point is probably like taking out like an army by herself. And they're like, shit, that woman's bad. Let's stop her. Let's help these people. And so they, th they throw the tiara. She, she knocks it out with the chakram. Yeah. So then the other scouts jump in to try and weaken her. We definitely get some awesome Jupiter versus Xena 
action. Yes. Like fist fights, like kicking, leaping, wrestling, throwing each other in the air, over the shoulders. <laughs> I don't know any wrestling moves. Uh, don't tell I mean, Lucas, bro. It's okay. In a Gabrielle, I mean, Gabrielle fighting whoever, like her fighting Venus would be fun, too. Yeah, I think that would be fun because they're like these two both blonde. blonde women, these two beautiful blonde women who would if, if we were in season five of Xena, then they would absolutely end up pulling each other's hair covered in mud. But, <laughs> so let's go to let's pretend that we're in like season three of Xena, in which case it would be an actual dignified high stakes battle. OK. <clears throat> Let's see what else we got. Mercury um, but would then they'll... freeze and everyone would get cold. Um how do we how do we stop the fight? Who is the voice of reason who says hold on we shouldn't be fighting? I think I think I think what stops the fight is when the chakram knocks the tiara out of out of the, out of its path. And then Usagi's like who the fuck are you? Like because who, who, who in the show, who in Sailor Moon has been able to stop the tiara I feel attack? Like, I feel like one time one of the villains did. Right. I remember it happening and it being shocking. Do you think that, do you think that Mercury, well, she probably doesn't have her computer if she's in her past self. I was going to say, do you think, because she could look up Xena and be like, oh, I know who that is. Well, she would have I've her headset. <laughs> she would have her headset, wouldn't she? I mean, I don't. That's what I'm saying. I don't know because did did Silver Millennium Jupiter or I'm sorry, Silver Millennium Mercury have the headset? We don't know. Oh, that's true. They might have. They might not have. I think maybe she would just know. I think once the chakram comes into play, Mercury would be like, "Wait a minute, you're the legendary Xena." <laughs> I know what that weapon is. That's Xena's weapon. That's the chakram. You're Xena, the warrior princess, a mighty princess forged in the heat of battle. The power, the passion, the danger. Your courage will change the world. And Xena's like, you've heard of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Okay, amazing. We've resolved the tension, and they're all together. And then um, Joxer would like come in. And be like, wow, beautiful women. Um, what's going on? No, that's that's the cop out. <laughs> Joxer would be have been hiding the entire time. Do you think Autolycus wants to rob Memora's castle? Yes. And he's like, oh, Wherever my God, you're from the Silver Millennium. You're from, you're from the Silver Millennium. How do I get back to the castle? If I become friends with these girls, maybe I can go back with them. I can gain their trust. They'll take me to see the castle and I'll get all the fucking crystals. Oh, my God. Yes. Autologous. This is perfect. Oh, so they're so they're going to they're trying to they're going if we can if we can get to I guess what is it called? What did we just say? It was Elysian. The Elysian if we can get to Elysian, then that's where Memora lives. Uh, he can help us straighten this out. I think Xena would have to tell them that Endymion was in the Elysian Fields. They would have to... I don't think they well, would... Well, no, really... but he's not in the Elysian Fields. The, uh, like I said, Elysian, Elysian at, spelled slightly differently, is the name of his kingdom. Okay, so they're saying maybe Mamoru is here as well. Maybe Prince Endymion is here. We could probably well, we, They know him. he's there. Okay, they're he like... he was there a thousand years ago. Right. So they're like, okay, we know Endy we're, we know Endymion's here. If we could just get to him, he could send us back to the right time. And Maybe, Z yeah. and Xena's like, Endymion, that you're not talking about the Elysian Fields, are you? And they're like, no, we're talking about Elysia. And she's like, well, let's start with the Elysian Fields. 
Wait, what? <laughs> that seems a bit random. I know, but it's they don't have the internet. Why do you want them to go to the afterlife? You want them to go to the afterlife to find Endymion. He's not in the afterlife. Then where would he be? <laughs> in Elysion. Yeah, which which where what's the difference between Elysion and Elysian Fields? I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. Well, it only it only just doesn't make sense to me that Memoru is in the afterlife because he's the prince of Earth. I don't think he's ruling Earth from the afterlife. Unless no, listen. Unless you're right. Unless well, actually, now that you, now that you're saying it, maybe you're right because if we're saying that they are like the gods. In the sense that, you know, he's not literally a god, but the the as the prince of Earth, which is not a thing written in our history books, <laughs> like he exists on a kind of supernatural level like the gods do. Yeah, well, the gods are able to traverse all of the realms. They can go to the Elysian Fields. It doesn't mean they're dead. It means that they're in this place. Like, I can go to Queen's. Doesn't mean I live in Queens, but I could go to Queens. I could sit on the subway for an hour and a half. Like, Queens is much like the Elysian Fields. I feel like they want to find Prince Endymion. Maybe okay. he got swapped as well. Maybe not. Who knows? But they've got to find him. And they just they come to an agreement that if they go to the afterlife, maybe they travel. Not if they die. If they just walk into the afterlife, they might find some answers. So Xena is like, I think I can help you get there. Mm-hmm. And, and Xena and Gabriel. And Autolycus is like, let me help you too. I want to be your friend. So he's trying very hard to be accommodating. And then wouldn't Xena be like, what, what are you, what is your, what's your fucking scheme, asshole? And he's like, no scheme. Just want to help some pretty ladies. I'm, I'm nice now. <laughs> and Xena's oh, like, okay. since when has that ever been convincing? It's like, <laughs> since now. Um, and he tore- okay. Okay. Perfect. Amazing. And Joxer's there as well. And she's like, come on, Joxer, don't get killed. Hold, hold, the, hold their bags, Joxer. <laughs> so, so they travel to the Elysian Fields slash Elysion, and they find Memoru and the, the and well, we, whether we find him and the Kings of Heaven doesn't really matter, but they find the Memoru. Right. But, but maybe what's the, yeah. we need a threat too. Yeah. Okay. Well, would the, do you want it to be a Sailor Moon threat or a Xena threat? That's a great question. Um, because also... That's a really, really good question. Because we've seen the scouts fight against a Xena-powered person, which is Xena herself. But we haven't seen Xena fight against a Sailor Moon monster, which I think would be wonderful. So what are we talking? Now, we know that Queen Beryl eventually attacks the moon. Right. I think it, the traversion... Would this be like a pre-attack or no? I think she's been amassing an army... To attack the moon? And maybe they stumble across her lair. Oh, maybe she's going to the Elysian Fields to recruit people to turn into monsters and join her cause. Do you remember how the Kings of Heaven become... No. The, the, no, yeah, me neither. Let me let me see if I can okay. look. Here's Kunzite. He was a man once. Now he's barely recognizable as anything human at all. Just sounds like one of those. I don't think it's... Oh, let me Let me click on... The four heavenly kings. Uh, da, 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 da. No, it doesn't really say. Wait, wait, here we go. They were original gar- guardians of Prince Endymion. Oh, so they, uh, they, they were, were sus- 
They were good. They, yes, they were good guys. They were That's good what I'm guys, saying. And then they were they were suspicious of the moon and its constant surveillance of Earth. They often argued with their prince about it. Their suspicion led them to turn on the prince and turn to Beryl. Okay, so so the four kings were on Memoru's side, and then they turned on him and turned to Beryl. So we can easily have it be that Beryl is around beforehand, and that sh- there's a monster. Because Queen Beryl sends a monster, and or because these guys, one of the one of the kings, uh, sends one. Maybe there's a king of some land on Earth at the moment. Maybe one of the like, kings of one of the Greek kingdoms that Zena and Gabrielle go from town to town to help. You can tell they're kings because they wear golden headbands across their forehead. Maybe one of these guys is going to become one of the the, the one of the one of the kings, well, the, the kings he, I'm referring to are are you know Jedi, Nephrite, Zoysite, right. and Kunzite. Maybe there's the fifth king that gets taken out in this story. Oh, interesting. Okay, like some corrupt, like like oh, what's that king's name? Greg, King Greg, Gregor, King Gregor, or King Greg. You want to create another Greg for the show? Yeah, let's, why not? We're gonna kill it at the end anyway. <laughs> <laughs> What's one more Greg to throw in the Wait, garbage? but he really has to be like Gregite. Gregite. <laughs> oh my god. Because he has to be a mineral of some sort. Okay. Um I'm I'm Googling Crystal Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal and Greg's wedding. Um a lot of a lot of Steven Universe fan art. Okay, this did not work. <laughs> um Gregite. That's fine. Let's go with Gregite. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, there's something called Gregite. What? G R E I G I T E. And that's a crystal? It says it's an iron sulfide mineral. Oh my god. All right. So yeah. all right, this will be Gregite. Perfect. <laughs> and it's this king who's sitting on a Gregite mine and he's got like a fortune under his belt. Um he's he's got this monopoly covered. <laughs> and so uh so Queen Beryl comes to to Oh, interesting. We found Gregite. Yes, this is pretty amazing. So, so Queen Beryl is trying to recruit him. Yeah. Um, do you think Xena and Gabrielle and Joxer have heard this thing about how the moon is always fucking <laughs> surveilling Earth? Oh, maybe. No, maybe. Are they distrustful of moon people? <laughs> no, but maybe Gregite, this king is part of this uprising, this anti-lunar uprising. And okay. They're like amassing this Grecian army of ragtag soldiers and doubting whatevers to get together and try to shoot the fucking moon out of the sky. <laughs> and maybe Gregite isn't... She's trying to shoot the moon. Yeah, shoot the Everybody moon. Everybody always tries to shoot the moon. And they land among the stars. <laughs> and the dreamers will dream and sleep. No, okay. Um, so Gregite, the king, is like in charge of this uprising. And maybe four people beneath it. No, because they're already. Because we've already got some. No, Gregite is fine. Gregite is fine. Okay, so Gregite is, is in charge of this uprising. Yeah, and he's working with Beryl. He's and, going, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Xena's like, I think the moon is important to like tides and shit. So let me stop this thing before it gets too crazy. Yes. Yeah. When I was in China, like they know more about this stuff than than they do here. Hmm. And uh, yes. No. Yes. So Zena's trying to stop the anti-lunar uprising led by King Gregite. Nice. Perfect. Uh, this is amazing. And they can and they can summon Yoma. Okay. Wait. So let's see. If we're doing Queen Barrel style, 
it's probably there's going to be energy. People need to drain energy. Oh, wait, maybe the reason that they were zapped back in time wasn't to spite people for not letting Aries come to a party. Maybe it was because they knew this was happening and they needed the Sailor Scouts from the future to come back in time. Because then if the moon does get destroyed, then if the moon does get destroyed, the future Scouts won't exist. And so they've got to bring them back in time, not only to stop this from happening, but to save the future Scouts. This is cool. Who who does this? Maybe Prince Endymion does this. Who knows? Um, Maybe it's not Ares getting spurned at a party. Maybe it's just, hey, this king on Earth. But then why why wouldn't they just use the actual Sailor Scouts as they existed at the time? Okay, never mind. Well, wait, hold on, hold on. We can can solve this. We can solve this. Okay. So, okay. So here's the politics of the story. (laughs) I don't is that this. there's the Grigite uprising? Yes, uh, which is all based on the same thing that's going to turn the four the four other kings, right. which is that Earth is going. Why are we under the oppression of the moon? Right. Why are we under the oppression of the moon? And so, Queen Serenity calls a uh, like a, a like a a caucus. She's like a meeting caucus. Yeah, she's meeting with the gods to be like. Like, listen, we know what's best. Like, we're good. We're not bad people. We're good people. And, like, I think we should all work together to to do what's right for the Earth. Right. And Ares is... But Ares is like, I, I want a war between Earth and the Moon. Yeah. Ares is like, let's get rid of the Moon. So let me swap the bodies of your soldiers with their incompetent future counterparts to really fuck things up. Yes. Yes. Perfect. Uh, and then how do they get... Oh, but you know what? <clears throat> Then, then why don't we say, oh, in fact, you know what? There we go. There we go. We can, we can get rid of the party. Okay. All we have to do is say Sailor Moon and the scouts are being sent down to Earth to deal with the Grigite. And Ares goes, I'm going to switch their brains. Yes. Because if so he... that instead of the, the, the competent soldiers, it's the future soldiers who don't know anything. Yes. Perfect. Exactly. I love this. Okay. Amazing. Okay, this makes way more sense. This makes way more sense. Okay, awesome. And so they're they're going to deal with Grigite, and then they get their brain swapped, and they're like, "What the? What are we doing here?" Right. Um. They run into Xena. They they start fighting Xena mm-hmm. because Xena's because... literally Zena. Let's say okay, Xena's fighting her way up to King Grigite. She's trying to get in. Grigite has an army of like steel equipped soul because Grigite's just kind of iron right or steel so these iron armored soldiers like a hundred of them against xena and it looks like xena's trying to raid a castle and the army's trying to stop her which is true and the scouts mistake xena as a threat right totally sensible yes perfect because she's tearing through an army like like you said like she's like just killing all sorts of people she kills people willy-nilly right willy fucking nilly yes okay and so the the scouts are like who's this vicious woman covered in blood except she's not usually covered in blood <laughs> no she's usually just kind of wind blown and beautiful <laughs> oh my god so beautiful perfect so now okay so we've got through that but then uh, once and oh, then they and then once once they once they once xena knocks the thing out they have this moment of once xena knocks away the tiara they have the moment of oh my god you're you you're good we're good we're good and then the scouts help xena blow the army away maybe they freeze the army and they're like out of the way. They're not dead, but they're stopped. And that's when uh, Grigite and Beryl send in a monster. Yes. 
Um, although, again, I, I'm only wondering, is there something about draining energy? Because Queen Barrel was always about draining energy. Although I guess she doesn't, she wasn't necessarily in the past because she doesn't need to be reawakened or she doesn't need to reawaken Galaxia, I guess, yet. Does she? I don't know. I don't know. This is complicated. Um, where does the monster come into play? Hmm. hmm, hmm. Well, you know what? It could be that, it could be that, you know what? Here, just to simplify things, this is pretty straightforward. Okay. They're fighting the army. They get through the army and they go, we have to go take, take down Grigite or, or stop him or whatever. And when they get into the town, right? Right. All the, all the town people who are not in the army mm-hmm. are all unconscious. <gasps> yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. Perfect. And they're like, what's going on? What's going on? And the answer is all the energy is going because there's a monster there draining the energy and using it to fuel whatever it is they're fueling. <laughs> right. Okay. So what kind of a monster do we want to have? Oh, boy. Oh, this is going to be fun. Um, what kind of monster do we want Xena to fight? All right. So it's got to be like ancient Greek wearing sandals and a toga or something. Toga monster. Toga. Yeah, I mean, I guess season one, they didn't really have... Well, they did have... It depends on the season, the part of the season. What is a... What is an ancient... The most famous like ancient Greek weapon or something? Let's see. Most famous ancient Greek weapon. Weapon. That's not how to spell anything. Uh, weapon. I mean, they had the centurion look with the... with the. T- I feel like there was a... a Crossbow. A, a Sailor Moon centurion monster, was there not? Oh, maybe. A Sailor Moon centurion soldier monster. Uh, let's see. Um, 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 what if it's just nothing's coming up? What if it's just like a Trojan soldier or something? Like with the with the like you know the, the I don't know what it's called the like broom on their heads. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, the with the helmet with the broom. <laughs> yes, yes. I don't know what that is called. I don't know what it's for. Oh, let's find out. <laughs> Ancient Greek soldier hat. I'd have asked. <laughs> There we go. It's called the the helmet. What is? What the fuck is this called? Okay, the Pileus is something. No, it's not. That's a pointy hat. Um, hoplite. Yes. No, that's a person. What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> Soldier. Helmet. Okay, let's see what this helmet is called. Um, ancient Greek. What is the Greek helmet called? The Corinthian helmet. Yeah. Okay. Corinthian. I, it's just the Corinthian helmet, I think. Uh, no, that's not fucking it. Oh my god, oh, <laughs> Jesus. Jesus! Hold on. Where is uh, where is uh? Here we go. Helmets. And casino when we need. Them. I don't fucking okay. The Phrygian helmet is maybe no. That's not it. That looks like a penis. <laughs> um, there's the Chalcidian helmet, which is not it either. This is our new podcast. Ali Google's for you. <laughs> <laughs> the, oh 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 oh. Fuck! How many fucking helmets are they? I'm going to try one more time and then we're moving on. Ancient Greek broom helmet. The Gallia. No. Oh, my God. Jordan. Hold on. Hold on. Hold look on. at look at this goddamn picture. It's perfect, except it's completely wrong. Ooh. LARP.com has a whole There's section. There's no picture there. There is. A- oh, I'll click on helmet. That's fine. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's totally that's weird. Totally what the hell wrong. is that? I don't fucking know. Okay. I'm on LARP.com which is a link on the Wikipedia page. 
why is this so difficult? Anyway, you all know what we're talking about. The the metal helmet with the broom on top running from back to front. Broomius helmetus. I'm, I'm literally typing in, what do you call the broom on a helmet? And I'm seeing if that does anything. At this point, do you think Sailor Moon and the Scouts would like make use of her transformation pen to like look the part and blend in a little more? No, no, because they're going to mostly be Sailor Moon this whole time, I think. Okay. We don't want any hijinks of them trying to... Oh, 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 oh. Okay, hold on. I found the answer. Oh, my God. Uh, Thank God. I think. Fuck. Because uh, I found a, a question, one of those question sites, uh, Quora, where someone asks, why did Roman soldiers have helmets have brushes on them? <gasps> and the answer is that it was horsehair. It was a sign of manliness. It made them appear as if a warrior... As if the warrior had a mane of manly hair. All the better to kill you in battle with, my dear. My manly mane of horse hair. hair. Horse hair crests. It seems like they might just be calling them horse hair crests. Okay. And it sounds like they were Romans mostly did that. Although, no, it says... Oh, maybe it is Roman and that's why we're having a hard time. It's a, it's a, it's a, I think it says Greeks did as well. There's Roman. Nah, it might be more Roman. Anyway. Okay. So that's let's been, not do that. That's then. been 10 minutes. That's not the monster we have. Because, well, but going back to what I said before, before the monster, I think after they take out the army, they would need to retreat and regroup and try and figure out what the heck is going on now that the immediate danger is, is out of play. So I think they would go into town and Xena would be like, you guys can't go into town like this. You'll be recognized for sure. You've got to just, you've got to get some clothes or something. And Sailor Moon's like, I've... so that's when they all wear their togas. Yes. Only no one really wore togas in Xena. They all just kind of looked like Renaissance fair extras. Okay. So they all put on Renaissance fair clothes. Yes. But with the transformation pen. Well, they, but that'll only do Sailor Moon. The other four have to dress up too. Oh yeah. Maybe Sailor Moon gets herself a really good costume. And then everyone else is like, Let's just steal shit from clotheslines, I guess. Shrug. <laughs> and uh, uh, Jupiter's like, none of these fit. I'm going to have to wear one of your spares, Xena. <gasps> <laughs> Doesn't she have like a spare outfit she wears once in a while? She has the underdress, but I don't oh, think... Which is a, it's just under her thing. Yes, though, yeah. that wouldn't work. She'd, I think she would have to like steal some men's armor, which would be amazing. Oh, <laughs> That's true. I'm so turned on. <laughs> I mean, she's a child. What am I saying? <laughs> so, okay. So then they go, so then they, they dress up, they go into the town, they find everybody's unconscious. There's a monster. That's good because that gives us an opportunity to do transformations. Yes, anyway. exactly. Perfect. Um, so Xena tries to fight this monster. Again, we still haven't figured out what the monster is. What is something Greek? What is the, the Greekest thing? The centurion or is that like Roman? I'm literally typing what in is what the is greatest the greatest thing. thing. So why? <laughs> it wants me to say the greatest thing. Yeah, that's same, same as me. Same as me. Okay, I'm Googling ancient uh, Greece. The right? greatest food ever. The top 10 greatest places in North America. The Parthenon. Sure. Parthenonius Monstrous. I mean, like, we could have, like, a, a, oh, a oh, philosopher oh, oh, monster. Oh, no, we can have... <laughs> <laughs> he talks you to death. <laughs> um, we could have a Grecian urn and John Keats writing about it. We could have Mount Olympus. We could have a fucking sea monster. Hello. Um, we could have. Those are all things that you would normally like. A sea monster is something you'd see in Xena normal. Right. Does Xena ever fight a Hydra? Because we could have like a sexy Hydra. All right. Let's do sexy Hydra. No, she must we, have, though. I don't think she. 
Hercules dealt with the Hydra. Oh, okay. That makes from sense. From Lerna. Oh, there's a picture of it. It's ugly. Yeah, that's a bad picture. Yeah, that's that's terrible. Yeah, All right. Hercules. Well, we can have a sexy Hydra lady. That's fine. Okay. Hyd- Hydrus Maximus. Hydrus Maximus. I don't know. That's, that's Roman as well. And actually, instead of like growing different heads, every time you strike her down, she just grows. There's just another one of her. Like there's two of there. She just replicates like herself. Maybe. Okay. Cause she's just a sexy woman. We don't want to see people getting heads cut off. That's gross. And well, again, I think of it in sailor moon animation terms. I can, I can imagine someone slashing a, a crazy weird looking monster with a sword and then them just growing into two people immediately. Yes, like no blood. Exactly. And so, but that gives Xena and the scouts an opportunity to all get off some awesome transformation. No, not true. I mean, I was assuming they're transform- transformed already. Yeah. I mean, attacks. Oh, they're all doing attacks. Yeah, they can all take turns. Like Mercury could freeze the Hydra, and then Venus could like whip it with her love chain. Or no, Venus can hold it still with her love chain, and then nice. Mars can set it on fire when the fire goes up the love chain and like engulfs her in flames. And then she's down, and there's this pile of ashes, and then two Hydras burst out of the pile of ashes. So it's like a phoenix metaphor as well. Oh, this is. What is Gabrielle gonna do in this? Well, if she has her quarterstaff, she's going to try and hit it with the stick. I know. I just feel bad. I feel like she's getting nothing out of this. She just stands around and hits things with a stick. She gets a really good story to tell after they survive the adventure. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I guess she could always fill them in on what the legend... Her and Amy can tag team filling us in on the legend of the Hydra and what it... Is capable exactly of. it's like if you cut her, the head then two grow in its place but we but we're not even cutting off the head we're just touching her and she, we're just killing her and she keeps coming back what what kind of hydra is this and gabrielle's like i have no fucking idea <laughs> <laughs> so the question is how do we defeat her and the answer i think would have to be love love no <laughs> <laughs> Because no the, the, i mean usually one of the finishing moves right so i would say Oh, see, I don't. Heart attack? I don't. No, no, that would be too late in the show. Right, you're out. Uh, at this point, we're, I think we're mostly talking. Well, depending on when it is, but we're we're probably talking Tiara. The question is, mm. do we really want to go as as far as to let Xena throw the tiara? <gasps> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, that would be cool. That would be fucking cool. See, I feel I only worry that 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 takes away like the thing Sailor Moon does, what if they, <laughs> which is kill the monster. What if they throw the tiara and the chakram together as one, and the chakram and the tiara? Oh, oh, oh. Okay, so they throw them at the same time. As Sailor Moon throws her tiara, Xena throws the chakram, and they kind of like merge together as they're spinning in the air, and it takes out the fucking row of hydra monsters all thousands of them that have emerged at this point and it takes them all out and they all explode into this big thing of light and then it's just it and that's it they help each other and they do this together okay i like that cool like they like yeah they they like become a a discus together yeah yes by your power is there a point okay sorry during this fight oh no you know what not yet Here, here's what we could go because 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 greg because gregius gregus right Grigus exactly. is still there's out still, there there's still Grigus. he's still trying to take so them. then they they smash their way into the palace right can the palace Grigus be made entirely there. out of iron sure that would be awesome <laughs> the iron kingdom the man in the iron palace castle 
Callus. Yes, you got it. <laughs> callus? You... The man with the iron callus. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to get better shoes. Oh, I keep forgetting about my... Damn it. I keep forgetting about my Chris soundboard. <laughs> oh, shit. Do it. Well, I'll, I'll have to wait. I have to pay attention to what we say. Okay. I'll just throw one out there in retrospect. I'm glad we figured out the thing with the uh, Gabrielle explaining the Hydra. We at least have we at least have Gabrielle. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so they're in the Iron Callus Castle Palace. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. <sighs> okay. So they're in the castle and they've fought their way into the throne room. Now. Here's what... Okay, you know what? Oh, you're going to hate this. Oh, God. Tell me if you're going to hate this. All right. They're like, how do we deal with this? And Xena's like, I know exactly how to deal with an evil king. And she goes up to murder him. Wait. Yeah. What stops her? Oh, I thought you were going to say she was dressed up as a sexy person that she's going in no, in no, disguise. No, no, What's... No, no. She, they just they just smashed their way into oh. the room. Like They're walking up to him, and she's like, I'll oh. take care of this. I know how to deal with an evil king. Guess what stops her? Is it Marcus? Nope. Okay. Here's your hint. Okay. Is it Hercules? No. Oh, wait, what, what is that noise? A rose. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> a rose comes in and it snaps into the floor in front of her. Damn it. Oh, God. <laughs> it stops her from going to kill him. Oh, and Deviant is there and he's like, wait, there's more, there's more to this. And then Sailor Moon can moon healing him. <gasps> because is he is, why does she need to moon healing him? Is and free him from Beryl's... Uh... Oh, Grigus, not Endymion? Yeah, no, not Endymion. Grigus. Oh. And free Grigus from uh, from Beryl's uh, influence. Yeah, he could be like, listen, this guy is not what you think. We've seen this in the future. He's just being manipulated to be suspicious of the moon. And then Xena's like, but what is going on with the moon? They're like, we're protecting you. It's for your own good. And that can be a whole other scandal that happens later on. But like, don't worry about that right now. The point is we've got to stop Grigus. Grigate. Shit. Callus, Grigus, the fuck. Don't worry about the surveillance thing right now. It's important. And then they and then they they convince her not to kill him. Uh And they heal him. And then everything is okay. Yeah. Oh my god. So And then they just have to figure out how to send them back. Or maybe they just go they just it's like a Christmas carol kind of like they go back when they're ready kind of situation. I guess. They but they have to thank Xena and Gabrielle and they're like, Oh, I love all these clothes. I hope we could I hope they come back with us. Which is something. There's plenty uh plenty of ways to get your hands on Xena. (laughs) Plenty (laughs) of ways to get your hands on Xena. Um and then they go back and they're like, we'll talk about your bravery, Zena. You're amazing. And then Gabrielle's like, we'll tell people, Gabrielle will tell the story of what happened here today. So people will stop being suspicious of the moon. Yes. Because she's a bard. Yeah. She'll write about the bravery of the sailor scouts and the princess of the moon, Sailor Moon, the warrior of justice, champion of love and justice is what I should say. Um, oh, my God. And people grow up knowing these stories as like fucking bedtime stories, man. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. And then not, and then in Pompeii, then Pompeii gets covered in lava, and all the stories are lost to time. No, <laughs> <laughs> but it was a good hundred years. They got a good go of it. <laughs> I love it. I think this is pretty excellent. So, what happens to Zena and Gabrielle after the scouts leave them? I mean, they go on their next adventure. 
does Autolycus try to go back with... Oh, yeah, we forgot. We, we didn't do anything with Joxer or Autolycus. Well, Joxer doesn't really do anything. He probably would fall in love with Sailor Venus because she looks like Gabrielle. And okay. he would have this whole unrequited nonsense because he'd be like... You're... She'd be like... Yeah, because she'd be like, ah, ha, ha, that's... A... But she'd love it because she likes being a star. Exactly. She loves the attention. And Sailor... Okay, so that's a funny bit yes. that we get for them. What would, what would Sailor Mars's bit be? Well, other than the awesome thing of we, we we've done of her fighting with Xena and her having to wear man's armor. That's no Venus. Um, no, did I say Venus? I meant Mars. You said Jupiter. Oh. Mars. Okay. Yeah. What would Mars do? I think she would be the one to trust Xena the least. And when they were like in moments of peace, maybe she would try to like do an exorcism on Xena, and they'd have and Xena would be like. Could she give Xena a prophecy? Oh, shit. Because they have to go into this castle. They're like, this is really important. What happens with the moon in the future? You guys are from the future. And Mars is like, well, whatever happens today will fucking change the future if we don't stop it. So let me see. Well, I just meant with her with her quarter monster power because yeah. she could see the future sometimes. Right. Not just because she's from the future, but she is from the future as well. Maybe she'd do her thing. She'd write us. She'd get some paper from a scroll, from Gabrielle's scroll, and she'd like write symbols on it and throw it on Xena's face to be like, who are you? What's your deal? <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Um, and Sailor Moon would be really, I think she'd be really taken by Xena. She'd be really into her. Like, you're so powerful. What, where does your power come from? Like, were you born into this? And she's like, no, I just, just. So you're not really a princess. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's perfect. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Never ends. <laughs> well, because Sailor Moon really is a princess. I know. Actually, all five of them are princesses now that you mentioned. All it. girls are princesses. Even <laughs> ones who are old and ugly, even princesses who are tired and mean. Everyone's a princess. Even you, Miss Whatever Your Name is. <laughs> From a little princess. All girls are princesses. Even you. <laughs> I don't know that one. Oh my god. It's iconic. Um, so do we have anything for Altolicus? Are we just going to have him tr try to steal stuff from Greek, Greek, Greekite? I think. Or does he try to steal the silver crystal? Oh my God. He would probably try to steal from the team. Maybe after Sailor Moon and Xena team up to take out the Hydra monsters, he picks up the tiara to give it back to her. And he's like trying to take the crystal off of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, give me, like, just get my nail under this. Ah, oh, so close. I like it. Well, let's see. I think that I think that's about all of it, right? I feel like we we came up with a pretty awesome Xena Sailor Moon crossover. I think that was so much fun and a lot more complicated than I would have thought. Chris is absolutely going to ban us both. Oh yeah, Chris, what do you think about all of this? Yeah, you actually got that one pretty dead on, Jordan. <laughs> oh, and me too, I guess. But Jordan, did yeah, all. You, you did all the work, really, Jordan. I'm just here for hood ornamentation. <laughs> we at least have we at least have Gabrielle. Yes. What we'll about, always have Gabrielle. We'll always have Gabrielle. Everyone wants to get their hands on Xena. Jordan. There's plenty uh plenty of ways to get your hands on Xena. <laughs> That's a great soundboard. I'm I'm really impressed. <laughs> can, can we make an Allison soundboard next and it'll just be oh like Captain Flint? <laughs> I'm so sad for you. <laughs> Uh, the Lyman Chronicles. I have a Jordan soundboard. <laughs> yeah, what would my soundboard entail besides I don't besides know. Captive Prince Lyman's 
Lots of dirty stuff. Yeah, lots of very much dirty euphemisms. Um, <laughs> I made a friend on Twitter the other day who is excited to listen to our podcast, and I warned her that we're pretty vulgar. And she's like, yes, my 11-year-old daughter would listen to my podcast with me. And I'm like, no. And she's like, no, I, it's fine. And I'm like, no. <laughs> You're going to ruin her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I gotta say, uh, I, I'm actually uh, sort of surprised. We talked about a Xena and Sailor Moon crossover, and there was no sex. Oh my god, <laughs> Jesus! Okay, then quick, who fucks? Who, who gets laid in this? Hurry! <laughs> They're children. No one gets laid. They're teenagers. Johnny Depp lost his virginity at 13. It's all fun. Well, that's fair. He's not a good example, though. <laughs> no, I don't like him. He's also he's not. A- a role model. No, no, he's not. Don't be like Johnny Depp, kids. <laughs> be like Usagi and just kind of put it off until you're adults in the well, future. Well, we don't know. We don't know. We can assume. They could have. I think sex with them would have been very complicated. You think so? You don't think they have sex in any of those romance episodes? I think they snuggle. Well, they definitely snuggle. We see that. Some petting. Heavy petting. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay. Oh, <Yeah>. wow. <laughs> <laughs> you we almost we almost made it through yep that was close that. well thank you i hope this is going to be chris's favorite episode of the podcast ever <laughs> he's busy he's not going to listen to this <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> this can be our little secret <laughs> yes he doesn't need to know fans don't tell him don't at the isb <laughs> him on twitter about this because he does not need to know what chris doesn't need to know won't hurt him and so it won't hurt us. We won't get banned. He won't cancel both podcasts. <laughs> and then I guess everything from there will be a Xena and Sailor Moon podcast from there on. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. Before we go, we should mention the Sailor Moon, or Sailor Business and Xena Warrior Business Patreon, which you can get to at patreon.com slash Sailor Business. Mm-hmm. It supports both podcasts. Um, so is this, you know what, is this a, this is sort of like a Gabby-sode too. I guess, um, I guess I could run then this, you know yeah, what? I could run this as a Gabby-sode as well, if you don't mind. If you want to, yeah, yeah, let, like, let's, let's, we'll make sure we coordinate so it's the same week yes. and everything, but yeah, Perfect. you can put it out on both. Yes, you could, you could support both podcasts there, uh, give it whatever you want, as little as a dollar a month, uh, you, you start getting things like access to the site and, uh, and maybe some show notes yes, and stuff. Perfect. I think at $5 a month, you get... Uh, cut stuff like outtakes uh, and bloopers outtakes. um we're a little under a hundred dollars away from our next stretch goal which is musical business where jordan and i are going to do um musical recaps of episodes of the shows um it's going to be awesome you're going to love it yeah um i'm going to love it i love having more stuff to do i'm not busy at all <laughs> i am really looking forward to this though now now i i know jake puts together uh the sailor business stuff and so he cuts out the stuff and and saves it for the, the outtakes do you do outtakes for xena business we haven't released any because i haven't had a chance to edit any of them together but i have been saving them i have okay, been saving okay. so, all of the fun stuff all of the dirty stuff. you should totally put one out i mean they don't have to be that long you know i know but i have to, i have to organize it and i've got to like get off my butt and to actually do it well you just said you don't have enough to do so i know right i'm, I'm please, <laughs> I'm kidding, please I'm kidding. give me more work I'm kidding. all i want um so definitely check us out there uh allison where can we find you on the internet you can find me on twitter at ali stock only it's spelled with an insert joke here at 
at A-L-L-Y-S-T-A-W-K. I also have a website, alisonstock.com. It's for my photography. And if you're interested in photography and pictures of pretty things made by me, feel free to check that out. Awesome. You can check out my podcast, Xena Warrior Business, at Xena Warrior Biz on Twitter with a Z. Or you could email us as well at xenawarriorbusiness at gmail.com. Um, I do this literally every other week and I, it's always so like difficult. Like, what am I missing? You and you and Chris Jordan are both very smooth in your delivery and I strive <laughs> to be more like you. It's mostly Chris. Mo- Chris handles a lot of the heavy lifting. You, know, you, you can't even imagine how hard this last podcast was that I recorded without him. I'm like, usually Chris knows all this information. So I guess I'm just going to Google it on the fly. <laughs> You can find me on Twitter at Crackshot with a zero for an O. You can find uh, Jake Mason, who is our producer on Sailor Business, at JJ underscore Mason. He does a whole bunch of podcasts like The Morphin Grid and Pokemon World Tour and Pokemon World Tour United and The Cool Kids Table and uh, Hard Reboot. And, reboot? Wait, uh, is that Reboot? No. <gasps> no, it's not about Reboot. It's a, it's a, it's a podcast where they, uh, they brainstorm uh, reboots for public domain entertainment properties oh that sounds cool not as cool as a reboot podcast (laughs) as in the show reboot not the show you can find no i no i got that i i I don't i don't i never watched reboot (gasps) but i know of it it doesn't sorry the thing is it means a lot to me as a formative show for my childhood but whenever i watch episodes of it now it kind of doesn't feel like it holds up and I, it, I, so I don't really want to watch more of it because I don't want to ruin it for myself. Gotcha. Gotcha. Hey, everybody. Jake here. Just cutting in because I want to uh, tell you guys about something really cool that we're doing over on Cool Kids Table. It's an actual play RPG podcast where we play RPGs. I'm sure you've heard the term before. But we just announced that our next series is going to be a Magical Girl game using the Sailor Moon RPG system, and you might be interested in that. Uh, Shannon Maynor, uh, Sailor Business All-Star, is DMing it. Uh, we got Sailor Business All-Star. I don't know if she's been called an All-Star on the show yet, but for me, she's definitely an All-Star. Uh, Cassie Stone is playing with us. It's uh, super fun. It's going to be a real good time, and I think you're really going to like it. But anyway, yes, uh, you can find Sailor Business at Sailor Business on Twitter. You can write to us, uh, although Chris is the one who gets the emails, so... You know, don't tell them anything about this. But you can write to us at sailorbusinesspodcast at gmail.com. We've got Twitter. We've got our Tumblrs. We've got our emails, our Patreon. If anyone wants to, like, draw this, if anyone's artistically inclined, I'd love you for fucking ever. Wow. Nice. Literally forever. You would have my undying love. And that is not something I give out freely. So... Do nice. with that what That's you a will. Serious offer. Yeah. Serious offer. Undying love from Allison Stock is your ultimate reward. So if anyone wants it, all you gotta do. So fingers crossed. Fingers mm, crossed. So crossed. We, we will be back next week with uh an actual Sailor Business episode back into the show. Uh, uh I hope so. Uh, oh, and also, again, as of this recording. Uh, I still don't have a baby named Darian yet, but I should, I probably will by the time this is live on the air. Oh my God. That's so cool. I cannot (laughs) wait. I'm, oh my God. I'm all a quiver with excitement. You're going to be a dad. You're going to be a father of the prince of the earth. Um, (laughs) This is going to be very cool. So it's going to be pretty exciting. I'm excited for you. I wish you all the best. Well, thank you very much. And until then, keep your mind on sailor business. The power, the passion, the danger. This podcast will change the world. Sailor.